In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, blood, and tears, real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. We are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It is called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano. It is an insider look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on hot topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't miss the new docuseries Black Twitter, a people's history from Onyx Collective and Hulu. Based on the Wired cover story by Jason Parham and directed by Princess Penny. Executive producer of Insecure, Black Twitter. A People's History tells the story of how black voices found a new home online and blossomed into a force for change, while laying down some hilarious tweets along the way. If you were there for Meet Me in Temecula or Thanksgiving Clapback, you need to see this series. If you weren't there, time to dive in. Watch how Black Lives Matter grew and gained force because of the voices on Black Twitter, bringing these issues to the forefront like never before. From the means to the movements, see how this powerful community shapes culture, society, and politics. Black Twitter, a people's history, is now streaming on Hulu. State Farm Insurance knows that understanding and investing in our cultural identity is paramount in protecting our future. We know what it's like to go from nothing to something, to wish that we had better financial literacy when we were younger. Luckily, State Farm is here to help. With funding programs like Project Ready, which is committed to education achievement and has already awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to black and brown youth since 2021. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. Wake that ass up early in the morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. We got yes, a special indeed. guest in the building off of vacation. <laughs> Oh, stop it. Every time she comes up here, she's on vacation. Evie, I know you're oh not talking. She's been gosh. like, I go on vacation for Ashanti a week. lives but a life. But it's a workation. Like she lives a life. Envy <laughs> be on vacation nonstop. Nah. Exactly. You nah. too, Envy. Nah. She lives a life. Ashanti be on vacation And the all thing about Envy is he's, he's supposed to be here. At least you get to move around. That's your job. You, exactly. See, mm-hmm. I still be working when I'm on Workation. Fresh <laughs> off of vacation. Angela Yee's last week. We didn't think you was going to come. We know this is Angela Yee's last week. We have one more day. Are you going to ever announce her? You going to say her name? Oh, I'm going to say it right now. Jesus Ladies Christ. Christ. <laughs> yes. Hey, what's happening? Hey, what's up, y'all? Stay on vacation. But you, you want you on tour? 
Yes. Yes. Casey was working. A yes. vacation to Australia, New Zealand. Yes. New Zealand. Exactly. New Zealand, Dubai. Yeah, Dubai, uh, Ras Al Khaimah, Abu Dhabi, Jamaica. Yes, it was workation. See, see I don't see? like when people act like when somebody's working, they just chilling on vacation. Right. That's a lot. It's different time zones. You're oh traveling, my gosh. you're performing. It's ridiculous. Staying hydrated. <laughs> it is ridiculous. We saw, I don't even know how many cities and and different countries in a matter of what is it three and a half a month now three right. weeks to a month we've been literally around the world in i i i wow crazy yeah. how does that feel when you know you got the kind of catalog that has had that type of global impact you know what's crazy i literally posted yesterday that i'm so grateful to be all the way over in dubai and having people scream foolish 20 years later is wow. like such a blessing, you mm -hmm. know, and after coming from Australia, you know, New Zealand, Sydney, Brisbane, whatever, it's just like, yo, I can't, like, I'm so humbled. I'm so grateful, you know, so it's an amazing, amazing feeling. The 20th anniversary of the album. Yeah. <laughs> Hollywood Walk of Fame. Yeah, and I got my ring. I got my little Hollywood ring they right here. Ring. They give you a ring? Well, actually, my mom had it made for me, a custom one. I was about to say, I never heard that one before. Let's, can we see it? Hold yeah. it up, let me see. Yep, it has oh, the date. Nice. It's cute, right? It has the date. It that's got the musical it's like mode. a championship yeah. ring. Yeah. Did you record the album yet? And I, the book? Okay, so I re-recorded. I want to say we are four records in. Mm -hmm. um, but obviously with everything happening, I kind of had to stop. Mm -hmm. You know, so I have to find another, like, slot of time where I could just sit down and just complete it. How difficult mm -hmm. is it? You ain't got to remember anything. Exactly. You don't have to remember, mm -hmm. but we are replaying everything to a T. Mm -hmm. You wow. know what I mean? So we don't want it to sound different. I'm not trying to, you know, go in there and chef up anything new, but I want it to sound as authentic as possible, but just bigger, mm -hmm. sonically. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Because mm -hmm. when we were recording, this was 20 years ago, so obviously, sonically, it was different, mm -hmm. the sound. So I want to re-record and do the music and just make it sound as similar to the original as Humanly possible. You could do it in Turks and Caicos. They have an amazing studio. Yes, I know about and it. Vacation. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Exactly. A workcation. A workcation. Thank you, Ange. <laughs> How have you been celebrating the 20 year anniversary? She's been I'm on done. vacation. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You know what? That's a, that, that makes sense now. <laughs> oh my gosh. I mean, it's again, we we have been on a, a workcation, but we've been just, you know, with the Hollywood Walk of Fame, with doing several, sh you know, television shows just talking about it celebrating on stage mm -hmm. i think when i did we had two shows the day that um the album dropped okay. april 2nd so we had two shows the same day and it was like yo reflecting on this i dropped my album 20 years ago i got two back-to-back -back shows today celebrating 20 like it's just been a whirlwind mm -hmm. you know so we just we've the been book, celebrating my name is a story <laughs> i didn't even know you did a children's book yeah <laughs> Did you talk about it when you were here before? Yeah. Yes, yes. yes. So finally it's out. Yeah. The children's book is called My Name is a Story. And it's basically just about celebrating having a unique name. You okay. know, when I was coming up, obviously Ashanti was not your everyday name. And sometimes it used to feel like, you know, the teacher would be hesitant to pronounce it or wouldn't correct herself pronouncing my name wrong. So I just felt like now... I think we need to celebrate being right. unique. And I think mm -hmm. kids that have unique names don't need to feel ashamed of having a unique Lenard. name. I'm gonna get you a book. Eh, my name's kind of unique. No, because it's not no, Leonard. No. It's Leonard. Yeah. His name is it's no, like, it's Leonard. It's no O. It's, it's Leonard. Oh, and then it's yeah. like an apostrophe, and, right? And my mom had got me this thing that tells me exactly what my name is. And exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But look, when you were small, you couldn't find no keychains with your name. That's on. a Definitely fact. Not. See what yeah. I'm saying? And then Rashawn R. Double A. Capital S. 
Exactly. And definitely. My name couldn't even fit on the Scantron. Wow. It was Rashu on the Scantron. So he's like, Rashu. You see? <laughs> see what I'm like saying? What? I like that for you, Rashu. Rashad. I like that. <laughs> what, what story does your name tell? Um, my name originates from Ghana, mm-hmm. and it means woman of strength. So basically, you know, like in foreign countries, the women are kind of considered low on the totem pole. But in this particular tribe, the Ashanti tribe that originates from Ghana, mm-hmm. the women run things. Mm-hmm. The woman king. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know, I'm... Hey. Hey. hey, Mama Ja got books. And aren't you also doing a documentary? <laughs> yes. She's going to sign them. <laughs> uh, mama got her work in. She's going to sign it. And then you after know that, you go vacation. Yeah. <laughs> Leave the birthday so she could sign it for us. Yes, definitely. So, talk about the documentary. How far along are you with that? Um, Super early in stages. I have so much content and so much footage of everything that we've been doing behind the scenes. It's going to be really hard to, like, decipher through everything. And, like, my mom has everything. Mm-hmm. Like, from the beginning, from the first time I went to the studio, the first time I went to the offices, you mm-hmm. know, over at Murder, Inc., and behind the scenes, behind Foolish, and in, like, it's ridiculous. So, it's gonna be a lot. What's <laughs> the story you wanna lot. tell? Um, I wanna tell everything. I wanna tell how it was my third, my fourth, my third record deal. Oh, wow. What were you talking before that? I was signed to Noontime Epic Records. Mm-hmm. I was signed to That was Jive. Jazzy Faye, right? Yes, Jazzy Faye, yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris, Nooney, mm-hmm. all of them. I, I had lived in Atlanta when I was like 17. Um, and then before that, I was signed to Jive Records when I was 14, mm. right after Aaliyah had moved from Jive. And I was my first store was supposed to be with NSYNC and Backstreet Boys. Ooh, wow. I was like 14. Before yeah. you tell the story of the documentary, did you ever say, you know what, maybe music isn't for me? First deal, second <clears> deal. <throat> did you ever like, you know what, maybe it's something I shouldn't be doing? By the time I came back home after my second record deal, I went back to college and I was like, mm. I, I wasn't passionate mm-hmm. about it. You know what I mean? I was like, I got into a car accident. Let me focus and have a backup plan and we'll see what happens. It was kind of that vibe. It wasn't mm-hmm. like, oh my God, I have to do this. And it wasn't like, you know, fuck it. But it was, uh, if it happens, we'll see. What was the turning point from there? <sighs> I mean, at that at that time, I was just doing local um, talent shows, showcases. Y'all remember Bernard Brown? The Bernard Brown Showcase? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Oh, my gosh. It was it used to be at... Uh, what's the name of that? Um, oh, my God. What is the name of that place in the city? Y'all do stuff there all the time. Not Carol. Jacob Javis? No. Oh, my God. I'm going to think of it at so the end of the interview. But it's something that everyone... Sorry. <laughs> this is so disrespectful. My, my phone is on vibrate for one person, my daughter and my wife. Those are the only two that rings, and I see my wife calling. See, mine too. At the, right now. I like that. Did something I like happened. To hear I don't that. know what happened. Out there, but like, <laughs> like literally, mine at the same time. Then now you saying to be at work. He's always on vacation. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. But we still ain't found the name of the building. I can't remember yeah. the name of the it. Hammer okay. Scene. No, it was from back, and I know all of y'all been there, and y'all have done parties there. I'm gonna think of it at the end of the interview. SOBs. 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 Yes. Yes, SOBs. Okay. Yeah. That's where you started. So. I started doing like talent shows and stuff there and singing in front of people and um What was Mama it? Oh, I got, <laughs> <laughs> That's when I met up with old boy and we sang I sang in the studio. He gave me the production deal and I took it. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? No, after him. Oh boy, yeah. 
Oh, right. boy. <laughs> oh, oh boy. He knew a mutual person mm-hmm. and he set up the meeting with Irv way, 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 way back then. So that's kind of like how everything just, it was like a mutual thing. I know? hope that you explore the dynamic between you and your mom because I've always found that very interesting, mm-hmm. you know, throughout, throughout the years. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's going to tell a lot. A lot of people don't understand what goes into it and, and what happens with your family. Mm-hmm. You know, with my sister kind of being in my shadow and mm-hmm. my dad playing the back and me and my mom. You know, it's a lot. Was it's your a mom lot. a singer? No. Yes, my mom Because she pushed so hard. It was almost like, you know, when, when a, a parent is a, a player, you want your son to be a player. Right, right. Like she really rolled out like she knew this yes. was for you. you she know? knew on the birth announcement. <laughs> really? My mom's birth announcement really? is crazy. Really? <laughs> That's going to be in the doc, my too. My dad actually <laughs> sings, though. I had um, on my dad's <laughs> side, it's eight eight of them, eight brothers and sisters, and they had, like, the family band. Mm-hmm. So my dad, he could really, really sing. He's, like, Blue Magic vibe, Heat Wave vibe. He did all of those. So, so that's is that why you gave that big name? Like yes. Ashanti. Definitely okay. going to be in the doc. So, so we're going to have, like, oh, are we going to have footage of your dad singing in the doc? I think that would be kind of dope. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It'll you be need in to there. see that. And in the dance studio, I know you got some good footage. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. We did everything. Tap, jazz, ballet, African, hip-hop, point. All of that. But how was that for your dad? Because your dad, you know, lost his two ladies. He lost his wife on the road, mm-hmm. and then he lost his daughter on the road. So mm-hmm. how was dad during this time? Why you say lost? Like, because I mean they were gone. He, he <laughs> Jesus but you know, dad been a part of it. Dad be on the road sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, but it it was definitely a, a different dynamic because he had my sister. You know, mm-hmm. so my sister's like in junior high. And my dad is like, all right, now she got a boyfriend. What is this about? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> he called like, what, what are we doing with this dude? You know? So it was it was everyone's sacrifice. Mm-hmm. I will say that. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? For the benefit of me and for me to be able to take care of everyone. You Do know? you feel like somehow your personal life always seems to overshadow everything else? Like the music sometimes? Mm, not really, because I'm low. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm super low. I mean, obviously, people didn't know me and... You know, my ex were together for like three, four years before it ever hit. So mm-hmm. I keep it low. All right, all right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How do you? How are you feeling right now? Because I know you've been going through a lot. I'm sure. So are you good? Like how? I am amazing. You know, I know it could be a little stressful. Like sometimes to look on social media, everybody's talking about mm-hmm. this, this, and that. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad that you had an opportunity to sit with somebody like Angie uh-huh. and be able to talk about your side of things. Because that's not something normally you're like. Yeah. I'm not even going to address that. Right. But it got to a point where it was just too much. You know, when you just, when someone is just lying that, to that extent on that big of a platform about things that are just non-existent, it's just like, come on, come on. Especially if they know you're not going to say anything. Right. That's that's the problem. It's like, you got used to me not saying anything Mm -hmm. and you took advantage of my kindness. You know what I'm saying? And me being professional. But at some point, you have to just speak up and that's Mm -hmm. what I did. Where did it sound to get this potty mouth? Ah! Always had. Evie, what are you talking about? <laughs> 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 I'm like, yo, I heard a lot of people's feelings. I feel like the singing came guys. from the dad. That came from the mom. <laughs> That's what I feel like. That's what I feel like. I said, <laughs> no, but you know what's crazy? If you would have heard the verse that I did before that, it was way more savage. So I just your mom wrote that verse. Huh? <laughs> Can you give us a little, um, you know, a little tease? I'm, I may, maybe I'll play it for you after. Okay, I want to hear it because it was more sad. Because you know, guys get really offended by that. Every guy, like mm-hmm. when you start talking about little penises, they get defensive. 
Then they start. But I mean, because God can't help it. It's not like you. Yeah, and then you can do anal surgery. We can't get the BBL. No, but I heard you can. I heard you can do the little enhancement. Yeah, you can. You can do the BDE. I mean, I don't know how it's gonna work and function. You know what I'm saying? But I heard you know, I think they slap like a little on there. Yeah, then I heard it's just, it's just for girth, though. It's not for length. So I heard it's just for girth, not length. So you look like a little Pringles snack size can. Oh, God. Yeah, you don't want that. <laughs> you look it up, dude. <laughs> he did look it up. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just wanted guys to see. <laughs> Cause listen, and you're right, because guys will do things like they tie a weight to the end of it and they think they could like hang the weight. No. I've never, never heard of that. I've never that heard of that. That sounds wax, painful, though. That um, sounds painful. Yeah, or sometimes people feel like, what did you, Charlemagne had the um, pills that he was taking. I ordered Magna RX yeah. out the back of the XXL back work. in the day. <laughs> oh back of the source. Remember the back of the source? Yeah, yeah. not the XXL. XXL. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Nah. But when you give off that energy, sometimes you got to be addressed correctly. Little dick energy. <laughs> You can't say that, Ashanti. How can you say things I'm like that I'm just saying. <laughs> I can tell Diddy felt the way about it because he, he did an at-lib right there. So he, he got a rewind just a hit Why right would there. Diddy feel a way about nah, it? Nah, because I don't know. But like right when you said it, Diddy was like, uh-huh, take that. Or whatever. Like, that's, a wild, that's a wild time to say take that. Let's move out of this. But you know what's interesting, though? We, I said before you walked in, I said, I do not want to ask her any questions about that. Because I feel like that's what you get asked about a, a lot. And I don't think mm-hmm. that's fair to you you know what i mean no i appreciate it i appreciate it i mean i'm cool either way you know y'all know i've been through a lot of interviews you know what i'm saying and sometimes i speak but most of the time i don't and i feel like at this point at 20 years being in and where we are just in social media and what we're doing to just progressively grow in this industry i feel like just for a woman i have to i had to come out and just say my piece you Mm -hmm. know and it's crazy so many people would text me like all my exes hit me like, yo, mm-hmm. you got to say something. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And um, it, it was it was a good feeling because I'm not the one to shit on people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I defend myself. So I'm not going to say nothing until you start throwing these daggers at me. Mm-hmm. You know? So And everyone respected that. I feel like people were like, we're glad because you don't bother nobody. You don't talk crazy about nobody. You don't be beefing with nobody. Nobody. I have no Are you going to address things in your documentary? I am. I am, because there are a lot of things that have been misled. There are a lot of things that are missing. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a lot. It's a lot. So, yeah. I, I heard other mentioned. women say that uh, they appreciated you telling that story because a lot of them go through the, those type of things mm-hmm. in their, their work environment. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I've been in a crazy situation with one producer. Um, I don't even... I think I might have talked about this once. One producer, like, we did two records together... He was like, okay, you you know, I'm not going to charge you. You know, you're my homie, whatever, whatever. And then when it came time to put on the album, he was like, well, let's take a shower together. What? And I thought he was joking. Like, I thought he was joking. And then he's like, nah, I'm dead serious. Like, you know, let's go out and let's take a shower together and I'll give you the records. If not, I need 40 40 racks per record. Jesus Christ. Let's take a shower together. And I was like, again, I thought he was joking, Mm -hmm. you know, because we had been working with each other for like, I don't know, a couple of weeks. He was like, you're so crazy. Right, exactly. (laughs) You know, you do one of those. And then um, it turned out that he was serious and I had to make some phone calls and, you know, stuff was handled. Um, But... Wow. (laughs) It's wild, yeah. Mama, you got to get this side out here, mama. 
Yeah, Someone it was. Uh oh. I be wondering, Mama, how do you feel when when you hear these stories, though? Like, do you ever feel like you want to get on social media and defend yes. your daughter? Oh my God! Please do not ever let. Let me tell you something. Please do no. Please don't, Charlamagne. I'm serious. I'm telling you, I'm telling my own story. No, please don't. Part of it. That. It'll be in the doc. Yes, go sit doc. down, please. Go, go you, sit are, down. Are, are you gonna let her talk for the doc? Yeah, I'm gonna let her talk for the doc because we're, exactly because we got some editing room right there. So for sure. And well, then I show you a red table talk that you did also. Mm-hmm. And so you know, I just think. Um, even now, all the things that you've been addressing are so important for women, mm-hmm. other women to also hear about, and for men too. Yeah, absolutely. You know, to understand that, just because I know that your sister, she or she's gone through a lot, so much, yeah. and I feel like she's been trying to like make sure that people can hear her, because it's hard to even get to that point where you feel like you can talk about it. Absolutely, in front of so many people, having so many of the same mutual. I don't even want to say friends, but mutual people that mm-hmm. you're around. And it's like, okay, he's cool with him. Should I still be cool with him? I don't know. But he did this. Damn, should I back? But he didn't do it to me. But you know what I mean? It's like a lot. It's a lot, you mm-hmm. know, especially when you have a person that is so kind of infiltrated in the industry. So I commend her so much, you know. Um, it How's was, she doing? She's doing good. Mm-hmm. She's in a really good space. You know, she has her line, Wife of Creation. She has her, like, candles and uh, sustainable clothing and mm-hmm. stuff that that she's doing. Um, I'm gonna do some yoga where she does. Yes, yeah. you gotta do the yoga with I told her. her when she's I, very she goes zen. in the morning, very early. I yes. was like, but once I get off this show, <laughs> I'm gonna have a little time. So I told Please. her I'm gonna do the yoga with her. Absolutely, it's healing. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And she's gotten so many DMs from people mm-hmm. that are saying, "Oh my gosh, you helped me. Oh my gosh, I went through something. You're so brave. I could never do that. I commend you. You know. So even if it's two, three people that are able to come out of that and learn from it and mm-hmm. kind of get strength, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for that. Is it easier to convey uh, those, those, those stories through music or interviews nowadays? Um, <clears throat> as an artist, see, I've never gone through that. You mm-hmm. know, I've gone through obviously watching my sister. Um, so as an artist, I don't want to say it's easy to write, but it comes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I could write about that whole situation. And it'll be a, a heartfelt record. Talking about it, it is a little challenging, you know, because it's like you don't want to say too much. You don't want to say, you know, not enough. You know what I mean? And again, it's not my story. Right? Mm-hmm. So it's it's her story. And she has to talk about what she's comfortable talking about and mm-hmm. putting out there. Do you feel like you'll write a song about it? So here's the thing. When I wrote Rain On Me, mm-hmm. I did not go through that, but I've seen and witnessed domestic violence. Mm-hmm. It hit way different now you know seeing my sister go so when I see me and Lorenz acting you know and he's hitting me and I'm hitting him and it's like oh my god it's it it almost gets a little like damn I kind of don't want to watch that in front of her Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. and um but now you can see how that has helped other people Mm -hmm. because it exposed it Mm -hmm. where it's uncomfortable to talk about you expose it and you allow someone to try and maneuver out of that situation you know so as far as writing again about it um I don't know. If a record speaks to me, mm-hmm. that track made me want to write that record. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So if I get another beat that makes me feel like that, mm-hmm. I know that I, I will attack it. What about for your own stuff? Because, I mean, you, you, you had some lines and got to move on. But, like, for your own personal <laughs> stuff, is it easy for you to convey? Absolutely. Those feelings? Okay. That came out almost like a freestyle. I'm not going to hold you. Yeah. 
That was Very a different easy. side of Ashanti, though. I, it definitely was. Very different. Mm-hmm. And you know what's that crazy? Was I, li- I liked it. I felt, I, okay, so when I sent Puff the voice note, it was so easy for me to send it to him. When I got in the studio, I was like, fuck, am I going to say this? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, there's another version that's super way more savage. Mm-hmm. And he was like, no, just say it. Just say it. And I was like, no, I can't say it. He's like, you really don't want to say that? No, I can't. Why? But um, I ended up, we compromised. <laughs> and I want to know how that came about. Did Puff reach out to you or, or did you run into him? Like, Because you, you were perfect for that record. Yeah, the timing, yeah, the the timing was yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. Like, Puff reached out. And again, it, we talk all the time. So it wasn't like over the top mm-hmm. surprising. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He reached out and um, he told me how he felt about how Irv handled the situation. Mm-hmm. And we just started talking. And he's like, yo, get on, you know, you want to get on the record? And I'm like, yeah, you know, and I heard it and I heard what Bryson was saying. And I said, OK, yeah, I know how to attack it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And because I hadn't addressed it, this was a chance for me to address it in a certain way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Obviously, yes, through music. So I can be creative and it can be the artistic side of me. Mm-hmm. And I don't have to be up on here cursing and, you know, mm-hmm. how I really can. But um, I feel like that was a catalyst and it allowed people to see what I felt, mm-hmm. you know. And then I did the same thing. I still um, did the interviews and I still spoke about it. You know, it's crazy. I was on a plane literally last night back from Jamaica. This lady was sitting next to me. She's like, oh, my God, your birth song got to move on. Where you came back from? It was Shut a, up, Emmy. It was, <laughs> she was working. Asking. She said she named it as part of the tour. <laughs> I'm just asking. Just ask the guy. I was on a plane back from Jamaica. And um, <laughs> this lady was like, yo, your verse song got to move on. It was crazy. I'm so glad. you. I'm so happy about the way that you handled it. Mm-hmm. I've been watching you for years. So to me... That kind of tells me that I feel like I did something right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The way that I've handled it for the past 20 years and the shit that fell in my lap in the past couple of months, that's what I did. How did Diddy A&R that situation? Like you said, he told you how you felt about what what, what, what I was saying. What did he say? Um, <clears throat> He just felt like it wasn't respectful. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it wasn't. I think mm-hmm. the whole world could see that it wasn't respectful. You could address mm-hmm. something. You could not like me. You could whatever. But the amount of disrespect, I just feel like it was too much. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And um, I, I was actually filming a movie in Canada. So we were going back and forth. I was sending the verse and changing things here and ad-libs here. Mm-hmm. And Puff changed the beat 42 times. <laughs> Yo. Mm-hmm. He is so funny because we're very similar. Like being a perfectionist and trying 10 times before you come to that one that you mm-hmm. love. So we went back and forth so many. I had literally had a studio in my trailer recording in between scenes of the movie. So we just wanted it to be perfect and we wanted it to be right and, and to feel good and feel natural. How did it feel when you have like so many big brothers in the industry, right? Mm-hmm. Like Diddy or Fat, Fat Joe. Joe. Mm-hmm. These people standing up for you. Ja. Mm-hmm. Ja. You mm-hmm. know, so how did it feel to have those big brothers in the industry? Um, It's a blessing, mm-hmm. you know. Um, it had to be a little surprising because everybody is like commingled, you know? Right. Right. Um, it 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 feels good to know that I have people that hold me down and everyone ain't for the platform and everyone is not going to say everything on the mic. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people are genuinely calling me and texting me and it's not for the public, you right. know, so I feel secure in that, you know, because I'm private, too. I'm mm-hmm. you know, I don't do a whole lot. Um, but I know if anything goes down, I'm good.
So that. this way more savage remix is that could be an intro to something or <laughs> the way more savage remix. <laughs> um, you know what, Ange? Maybe maybe we maybe can talk about. I was something. gonna say maybe we talk about an intro to the show or something like Ooh, you know like I like that with the visuals and that could be a good idea. I think so. I got to do something with it because if it's more savage than that, I feel like. It is. What's more savage than telling somebody they got a little dick? No, that's just... They broke. Too. I'm gonna play for you. Is <laughs> <laughs> it therapeutic? Have you, do you feel like you've gotten it all out or not yet? Um, I do feel like, um, again, I don't poke, I don't bother people. I feel like at this point, it was important for me to make a stance, and I'm good. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I'm still like, I want to have peace with whoever. You know, I don't want no ill will. I don't want your negative energy. I don't want you at home wishing death on me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to be peaceful. And I think I'm at a place where I could be peaceful and cordial and move on. Mm -hmm. It's too much history together and too many amazing things that we've done to be in this space. It's childish. You know what I'm saying? Like, it don't make any sense. So I'm I'm at a place where I'm just, you know. So with that said, could it ever be peace between y'all, you think? Um, I don't... let me ask mama. mama. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, right now, if he does the right thing and has an apology that's genuine, there's a possibility because she's a good person. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I mean? And she's very forgiving. But when you do things and you keep hammering at it, then that's cause for, I'm never going to do this. I'm never going to do that. And that's who she is. Mm. I've, yeah, I mean, I'm not, things will never be the same, ever. Right. Um, but as far as just being at peace and being cordial, mm-hmm. is it a possibility? I've tried, you know, for years consecutively. And I were I was told, okay, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do that. And a year goes by and you do it. Mm-hmm. Say sorry again. Year goes by, you do it again. All right. All right. Enough you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you got to accept what it is. Oh, you got the text? Oh, stop. <laughs> oh, he text you? No. Mama got everything. Not, not <laughs> in the past few years. Oh, you mean you got years. the old text. Yeah. Oh, got you, got you, got you. I'm like, not in the past yeah. few years, but... um. I think it's your Instagram's fault, Ashanti. It's hard for people to move... I'm serious. It's hard for people to move on when they see you looking fly, living a great life on Instagram. I'm serious. It's hard for people to get over that. Listen, they got to get over post, it. Every time you post, he probably drives me crazy. I'm finished with it. She got... No, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, now you're doing stop. some holiday movies. Oh, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. That's yes. the reason she's up here. A new diva Christmas carol. Yes. So, yeah, are you producing this and starring in it? No, okay. this is um, Idris Elba's production mm-hmm. company vibe. Um, super, super, super cute movie. Um, it's, it's like the Grinch who stole Christmas kind mm-hmm. of vibe. Mm-hmm. I'm the main one. I have three spirits that are trying to show me the ropes. Eva, Vivica Fox, and Robin Givens. Um, it's super, super cute, super cool, um, very family-oriented. Mm-hmm. And I think it's it's a nice twist to it to see, you know, black women doing their thing. Did you enjoy being evil? I ain't going to lie. <laughs> Listen, there like was a lot like... of evil things happening. <laughs> I wrote the verse. I was being a Grinch. <laughs> 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 um, it was a good it was a good month or a few months of expression and mm-hmm. being artistic different from who I am mm-hmm. you know um, it's coming December 14th on VH1 so no, I'm excited about movie. that yeah you never seen this you're right we never seen black women in that type of role we yeah didn't. you know and I got to see myself as a young child as a college and then I see myself in the future like mm-hmm. a super old lady and the path that I 
go down determines what's going to happen. Mm. You know, if I'm going to end up singing, being obese and smoking cigarettes and, you know, laying on the floor in the club or if I'm going to have a family. So mm. those decisions Ooh. make you know, makes sense to what your future is going to be. Right. And you also have this single with Blue. Yeah. I love, yeah, I guess he's still Young Blue. Not, no, don't, don't blue. call him he's Young Blue. blue. <laughs> just, blue. <laughs> just call him Blue. He, I feel like he told me he had to change it back or something for legal reasons. Yeah, I don't I know. Oh, I don't know. All right. So how was it working <laughs> with him? Yo, I was so impressed the first time. I was like, nah, he's really talented. Mm-hmm. Like, he's talented. So. Um, We had so much fun. He, We were in... And this... This is how you know I got comfortable. We were a little bit after COVID, and he came in the booth with me, like like by the mic, and I was like, "Hold on, but um, he's like super passionate and charismatic, and um, he writes off the top, and it was just really dope being in the studio with him. You mm-hmm. know, just young energy, new energy, new vibe. Um, the first time we recorded was here in New York, and then we recorded the single Falling for You. We were in Vegas, mm-hmm. so we were both in Vegas for like a week. And we were in the studio every day. And it just came effortlessly. Mm-hmm. You know, I think just being two writers and having producers right at your hands with the, you know, the the the, the tools making everything, it was just a really dope vibe. What inspired those lyrics? Um. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just life really going through it, you mm-hmm. know, just feeling like, you know, sometimes at a, at a certain point, you've got to stop falling for the same patterns of, of, of BS. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, and it's crazy. It kind of came at a time that was like really just going through it. So that's that's a, that's a harsh thing to realize because your therapist will tell you that you know you got to look inside of you right. if you keep following for those same patterns. Yeah. 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 That's that's deep. It's it's deep and it's it's meaningful. And I think that I I have done that because at some point you got to look at yourself like okay do I keep picking the same? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or why am I attracting this certain? How come these things unfold like this, you know? Because last time you were here, you had a boyfriend. And we had the wrong person. (laughs) Remember? I was just asking a bunch of questions. Yeah. (laughs) You did have somebody. A little situation, yes. You still in the situation? Uh, Uh, No, not where it was. Okay. Nah. You fucked up, what do you do? Did you? No, let me stop. Let me stop Uh-oh. right Uh-oh. now. I'm going to stop. Herself. Um, yeah, I had to stop myself. Um, <laughs> I think sometimes people make mistakes, you know? It's just about how you go about that mistake after you make that mistake. Did he cheat on you? You got to watch the video. I ain't seen the video yet. Did he cheat on you? <laughs> <laughs> I think we got to start publicly shaming guys like that. When they make those kind of mistakes. That's not the guy in the video. He's an actor. Right. <laughs> when guys make those kind of mistakes, uh, you know, you you know, certain people you can't make that kind of mistake. Right, right. And that's with the anybody thing. if you're in You shouldn't with anybody, yes. You definitely shouldn't with anybody. People we gotta hold more. But that's with. the thing. Don't you act holy <laughs> Don't you act I'm not I'm okay. not. I'm All not. Right. But you know. Depending right. on how old the brother is and mm-hmm. it's like, But bro, see come that's on the now. thing. It it's weird because sometimes situations that come about is not it's not really a cheat. It's I don't know how to explain it. It's like what Envy and Charlamagne do with each other every morning. <laughs> What's y'all? They're not necessarily. I have no idea what she's doing. It's her last week, she's a little delirious. Like, yeah. Lovey, lovey, <laughs> and they're very physical with each other. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I don't know if anything like has gone beyond that. I'm beyond not sure. Right. What are you but talking about? I can see why people don't, would think don't listen that. to me. This, 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 <laughs> how, how did you catch her? I'm just curious. <laughs> um, Mama did? No, see, that's Stop the it. thing. It's hard because it's not, it's not an official, it's not a real cheat. 
So it's hard to say, but what I will say is I got a lot of good fans. And they said, Damn. Oh, he liked the picture? No. He liked somebody else's picture? No, it was not even, it wasn't even that surface. It really wasn't. Um, I don't know. It's just, I knew, I found out. But it wasn't, again, let me address it. It's not, it wasn't like a cheat sheet. Because sometimes, you know, when you get to a point where, you're in different spaces, right? Mm-hmm. So you over here, I'm over here. Oh, you know I got what I'm saying? Okay. So it's like, okay. it wasn't necessarily just. No, it was a break. Y'all was on a little break, kind of. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that, yeah. Ashanti, I gotta ask you this. Is a little penis a deal breaker? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> little and... penis ain't breaking nothing, from what I was told. <laughs> Is it a deal breaker, though? You know, like, okay, so <laughs> here's the thing. Here's the thing. If you know what to do with it, then it's not a deal breaker. Okay. You know what I'm saying? If you know how to make it. That's what women say to make guys feel better. No, I'm dead serious. What can you do with it? Yeah, you can do it. <laughs> well, maybe I don't know. I mean, <sighs> if you know how to, if 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 I'm happy, okay, you know what I'm if saying, and you know how to, you. if you know how to make it do what it's supposed but to it's do. But it's still disappointing when you're like, yeah, you don't want to have to. You know. What is that? Did you just pick up a roach? <laughs> what was that? What was that? Because there's certain spliff? things you can't even like, say in the bedroom. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Absolutely. Like, you can't say certain things. Like, you know how you want to talk? I know Ashanti talks dirty in the bedroom. I can tell. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But there's What makes you say that? I can tell. But there's certain so things you can't say because then you're Let lying. Talk. You know? Very true. Very true. But you know, guys do all the time. They be lying just to get in and do, you know? Right. You know what I'm saying? Guys, so we do just it. lie back. Lie back. Like, it's the best. Thing. Yes. And get it's the it. Best. <laughs> <laughs> so, Look at me. Can we go? It's a cold world, bro. Let's <laughs> get up out of here. Can we, can we turn Ashanti to Savage Ashanti right fast? Oh, God. She said she's going to let us hear it. Oh, no, I, know, I know that. But I want to say so imagine <laughs> this is your last day of work and, you gotta, and you're leaving. Uh-huh. So I want you to to to, to and, and Herb Gotti is your boss. <laughs> oh God, no! <laughs> How would you leave? How would you exit? How would the you premises? exit? Help, help ye out. Oh exit. my Savage. God! Savage exit. And Mama Tina right by your side, like she always is. Oh my God! <laughs> just don't say the little dick thing. Everything <laughs> else. But wait, okay. So it's my last day. Last day. Mm-hmm. What and I'm I don't and get along with him. Stuff in. And you've been holding stuff and you let you know. Yes. I would put Gotta on. Gotta move on. I would put on. We didn't ask you, ye. Free. You would put on what? F N F. Okay. And then I'd be like, I quit this bitch. How would you do? It? Go, shout out to go. Last day. You don't want. You just oh, want to wild out. Go. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm probably gonna be savage. I'm ripping everything off the walls. <laughs> I'm breaking all of your shit. Oh. Anything that's precious, your name, I'm spitting on it. I'm Damn. <laughs> Do you want to come back on Friday? Goodness gracious. I'm trying to be appreciated for joining us. No, we can't Christ. leave on that negative note. Positive, positive energy. She said, who said that was negative? Goodness gracious. Positive energy. That's amazing. Um, blue. We got, else. Yes, we got to play the new record, Falling For You. We got to play the remix. Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah. Yeah. If you want to leave the savage verse of Move On, and we can play that too, just because. All right. And and the book, make sure you pick up the book. Yes, my my name name is a story. story. And now she has the movie on December 14th. Yes. And I'm sure she'll be back up before her next movie, uh, the Plus One movie. Yes, absolutely. Oh, she put blue in that blue. Hey, yep. All right. Well, it's the Breakfast Club. It's Ashanti. Hey.
In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, blood, and tears, real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. Got my PrevNA 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk? Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought... In that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the driving to work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T.